What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Productivity Lovers Podcast, the podcast about how to become more productive in your work and home environment. The Productivity Lovers Podcast is brought to you by Chris Scrott, a certified professional organizer and deadly, a digital productivity coach. Buckle up and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 people, and welcome to another episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast. Yay! Yay! Welcome, everybody. I'm Chris Scrott. And I'm Deb Lee. And here we are for another mm-hmm. another hangout session. Yes, that's how it feels, does it not? Does it? I feel like I miss you. Actually, I was just thinking that. I was a little bit sort of like peeved I couldn't see you because you're off traveling and doing all these fabulous, mm-hmm. wonderful things. I I'm not liking sorry. that. I want to do some fabulous things with you. Well, this is fabulous. here's the thing. You can travel with me at any time. You know what? That is so incredibly true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should just plan a trip somewhere. Please make a note of that. Mm-hmm. Make a note, write it down somewhere, say it into your phone, record it someplace. I feel like if I lived in the perfect world, I would just gather all of my favorite people into like one house for the weekend and just see what happens. <laughs> totally. As long as they're, they are not all type A, I think we're good. Are they all type A? No, because okay. I, okay, this is a lot of disclosure about myself. I hope I can say <laughs> this. I feel like over the years, I've discovered that I do better with people that are a little laid back, but also kind of organized, right? They have to have somewhere like, in the middle. Yeah, they have a balance of like okay. organization and roll with the flow. So, so they can they can switch it. Back yeah, they can yeah. just kind of like, you know, they don't get their panties bunched up <laughs> over things that are just seamlessly out of control. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the people I probably would gather in the same house would just be people that would be like, okay, here's a plan. And then let's be like, all right, well, it didn't work out. Let's do it differently. Yeah. You know what? I, I think that's a great person to have around because they can be the best of both worlds. It's just that I find it difficult to find that type of person in multiple people. It's We're true. usually either it's... one way or the other, mostly. Mm-hmm. And some of us are just unable to straddle the, the line to go either way. So I'd you like can, to meet those friends. You can straddle the line, even though you don't think of yourself as like, not like you I, can straddle I the line. So if I like you, which I do, <laughs> then score. I'm more like, <laughs> score, check. Then I am more likely to say, all right, whatevs, let's just do that. Whatever you want, let's do it. Well, but isn't that true about anything in life, right? Whenever you like someone, you tend to have more compassion for them when they screw it up. When you're like, I hate you. (laughs) My, My neighbor, Alec explained to me the confirmation bias not that long ago. Uh, I have never heard of that before. And I was like, oh, I get it now. You know, so if you think somebody is a little bit of a butthead. You're going to get a butthead. (laughs) Yeah, if they do something, you're like, they're a butthead. Like, you know, just go about behaving that way. So, yeah, I agree with you. When we like people, we tend to be more. It it helps. It Mm -hmm. helps. Although I have to say, once I became a parent, my empathy button got bigger. Uh, (laughs) I like that. Your empathy button got bigger. My empathy button got bigger because 
I suddenly had the real life experience myself of what it's like to try to leave the house at a certain time with a tiny human. And that is not easy, people. Uh -uh. Or if you are the parent of a pet of some sort, still not easy. (laughs) Well, they're a lot easier because you just, you know, you bribe them with food into their crate and then they run. Mm -hmm. I had a pet at the same time. I had a really, really tiny human and he did not like driving in the car. Mm, So that's the problem. Big time, because guess how I traveled around? In, <laughs> in <car>. my car. <laughs> so I don't know how we got here, but. <laughs> I know we digress, we but that was a good digressing. It was, it was, it was. So um, what are we, you always ask me this, but this time I get to ask you. And now you're like moving this ship right along. That's right. That's right. Let's go. Chop, chop. Do people still do that? Yeah. I guess your question is, what are we talking about? Yes. What are we talking about today? (laughs) Well, you know, I think everybody knows that I have a lot of pet peeves. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't listened to enough podcasts. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of pet peeves in life. And so my pet peeve that I'm bringing to the table is I want to describe this delicately because I respect the people around me. Yes, I like that. Very good. Uh, I went to a to a presentation and, you know, I like to support my people. That's just yes. the bottom line, you know? Yes. And this particular presentation was, let's just say that, you know, I like to support my people and I had paid to be learning. So it okay. wasn't just a support thing. It was also, you know. Money, money had left your wallet. Money had ex- been exchanged for the benefit of the learning. Gotcha. And the presentation was so basic. Yes. That I was like, I could have taken a nap (laughs) while I was there. Okay. And so I was thinking that, you know, and then I was, you know, I I was like channeling my deadly. I was like, how can I, (laughs) like, what are the things, the 10 reasons why this is making me angry? Yes. And I was like, I think I was, I was getting angry because. In the basics, right, we have to remind ourselves of what's really important and we have yes. to start over again or we have to remind ourselves that we're really not as far ahead as we think we are and then we have to take a step back and learn something that we thought we had already learned and now we're like, here we are, I have to do this again. I see that a lot with our clients because I don't know how, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said like, why can't I do this? Why do I need you? Why do I have to hire somebody to help me with, you know, X, Y, you fill in the blank with the thing that they need to hire people for. Yes. I see the resentment of like, this is so basic. I should be able to do it by myself and I can't. So therefore I feel like a failure. I mean, my pet peeve was that like the speaker could have stepped it up a notch. Right. But I try to like, what is the best case scenario here? And that Mm -hmm. was my That's where I arrived at. I was just like, why do people get so angry at the basics? And (laughs) Well, sometimes one can make big decisions and take big action and be productive based off of some basic fundamentals. Yeah, like what? Give us an example. (sighs) I don't know. We didn't together. plan this ahead, people. We're just here on no, we're we're, showing we're, up we're live and present. <laughs> we're talking it through. This is not so, scripted. Definitely unscripted. 
some of the basics. Don't check email first thing in the morning. So if you're trying to have a productive morning, you're going to, you know, get up, maybe you'll meditate, maybe you'll, you know, do some exercises, drink some water, have a healthy breakfast. And then you open up the email and you decide, can I reply in two minutes or less? And you say, yes, I can to this one, but not to these 10. So those are scheduled. Those are some basics of a particular type of a morning routine. If I There's can be nothing totally, really it, profound in there. I There's know, nothing. but if I can be totally honest, I just find that like, I just find that strategy. It's like annoying and a pet peeve <laughs> because it's like, how am I supposed to like wake up and turn my alarm clock without seeing all of the notifications, right? It's like, oh, you could turn those off. I guess. You could have do not disturb set so that you don't get those notifications until a certain time of the morning, like say six or seven. Yeah. And that way you avoid that. So there are ways around it. And so there are some fun What about if something things. important came through and I don't see it? You'll see it when you see it. You'll see it when you check because you probably check at a certain point. So you'll, you'll maybe see it, what, an hour later? <laughs> All right. So we're talking about, let's go. My, I'm going to open my brain up to the possibilities, yes. right? So yeah, yeah, let's. some of the basics that you're saying that can be transformational is yes. to meditate in the morning, is to not look at your emails. Is well, you can to look like, and make, make some informed decisions based on what you see. So an example, I tend not to reply to emails in the morning. I will check. See, I see checking and replying as two different things. Uh-huh. <laughs> So this morning, there was an email from a news outlet that said, hey, we want to interview you. That was something I felt like I needed to reply to, even though I typically do not in the morning. So my reply was very basic. (laughs) It was, hey, thanks for reaching out. What's your deadline and what day and time works for you? That was it. Two minutes or less. Done. Got it. Right. So sometimes the basics help us to form the routines that we need, the habits that we need to keep us moving forward. So how the basics hit your ear as someone who has either been on the planet for a longer time than say somebody else or doing the job that you've been doing for longer than say somebody else or who could give that presentation herself. Mm -hmm. It might sound differently to you, but there might be somebody else sitting in that audience or right next to you, who says, hmm, that sounds basic, but I could do that. I can do that part. Yeah, that's true. I have been to sessions, which presentations where I was just like, well, that was a good, not a good use of my time. And then the person <laughs> next to me will be like, oh my God, that was so amazing. Look at all my notes. And I'll be like, good for you. I'm glad <laughs> I not say anything to you about it. Good point. Good point. So I think it does help to talk yourself through some of those moments and say, well, at the very least, that was a refresher for me at the very least. Didn't learn anything new, but it was good to kind of hear that again, or maybe not that good, but it wasn't that hard. (laughs) I'm trying. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So I wonder in the spirit of pet peeves, if we should give people our like basics of productivity. Okay. So some of the things I said already, like how you start your day. This, now, those specific things are specific to me. Maybe meditation is not your thing. Maybe it's you down a glass of water before you chug, you know, 50 gallons of coffee. You know, whatever your things are, <laughs> set them up so that you're setting yourself up 
for success. So to me, how the morning starts and also the back end, like how the evening prior ends. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to look at my calendar the night before because I will forget <laughs> somewhere in there. But when I look at it the night before, that very basic, very simple step helps me get prepared for the next day. So setting the stage. So if you want to get up and exercise, set the stage, people get the exercise clothes out, right? If those exercise clothes and those fancy sneakers get you moving, get them ready. I actually heard of somebody, not of somebody, a few people who actually sleep in their workout gear so that they're ready to go. Hey, if that's what it takes, go for it. So I would pinpoint the one or two things you could do either the night before and or the morning of that sets the day up for just, if not massive success, then pretty good success. Pretty good success is good. So that's one of my basics. What do you have? I'm kind of like a free flow kind of person. It depends on what I'm doing. You know, like okay. I'm working from my office, then I yeah. have like one routine. If I'm working with clients, then I have a different routine. And do the days feel different? Like physically feel like, oh, today feels like a Monday because you're doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Definitely operate my mindset of like, I'm wearing my like client, you know, my client focus hat where uh, I'm wearing, okay. you know, if I'm wearing my business running hat. Yes. They're like, my brain does two different things. I do have a boundary lately about like when I'm wearing my organ, my organizer client working hat, I tend to stay there. Okay. For the whole day, you mean? For the whole day. Okay. Yeah. Instead of trying to be like three different people in one day, I just like, today, this is the hat I'm wearing. And this is as productive as I'm going to be. Okay. And when I'm wearing my working business running hat, then I am like focused on that and not doing anything that's related to like, you know, client services. Okay. So I think that helps me stay kind of separate on whatever lane I'm working in. So one of those basics that I think I hear from you is that you single task, you monotask, single task, you focus on one thing at a time. My mono, mono job, right? Because I, I do have multiple jobs sometimes. Right. Like, you know, like I, yeah, just in my business itself, I probably have like two or three jobs. Sure. Yeah. But when you're giving your attention to a part of one of those jobs, you're giving it your 100% or your Pomodoro 90 minutes or whatever. I am, I am trying very hard to do that. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So I, I think that's actually a good basic tip. You know, when you're giving your attention to something, you give it your attention and not mm-hmm. give piece of your attention to, you know, that side or this side or squirrels or ducks or whatever come, come across your, your desk. So that's a pretty important one. Cause that's where people, I think sometimes get a little tripped up. It feels like you have to do all the things all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that sort of breaks your brain cells. I don't think they like it very much. Yeah. I think that's a good one. I, I think, think uh, I think I'm getting a lot of feedback. I don't know about you from people on our episode on hot potato productivity. <laughs> there was a, some talk about it amongst some of the organizer friends that we have on Twitter about the hot potato piece of things and hot potato piece. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. It's it's been funny because I think of like a, I'm, as I'm seeing clients, they're like, "Oh, that episode was really interesting," and 
And I think the feedback I'm receiving from most people is that they can't do like immediate yeah. stop and then immediate pick up. And I was like, that's interesting. It's um, hard for me. That is hard. Yeah. So, which then to me, it just even, it's even more important, right? To just stay single tasked or single jobbed, whatever it is that you're whatever doing. Whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. No, like I agree with stay that. focused on the thing. Cause I, yeah, I can easily get distracted. And well, the forget. flip side sometimes happens too. It's I get, I have, so I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do calendar blocking and time blocking and I, and I am great with it and it works except when my brain disagrees. Yeah. When my brain says, you know what? I know you should probably stop right now and we should move on to the next thing the next block of time for the other thing that you have to do. But boy, do I love doing this thing that you're doing right now. And could you please just keep going for like maybe another five minutes? And then I say to my brain, yes, (laughs) I say to my brain, sure, let's give it five more minutes because we are motivated and let's capitalize on the motivation. Is that when you're actually working on something that's important or like when you're procrastinating? That sounds like a procrastination brain. Actually, I think it's the procrastination brain that is turning into productivity because I am now procrastinating with a thing that was important two hours ago, but not as important right now. So important, yes, but my brain liked it and said, we should keep going for a while. Can you give us a real example of how that happened? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I can. I learn better with examples. Yes, I understand. So I, I like you, have a few jobs, (laughs) not only in my own company, but I also work with my husband. And so, you know, his job is pretty important too, the stuff that I do for him. And so I'm, I'm working on this productivity course and it is delighting my brain. I can't hear it. Can't wait to hear about it. Yes. Yes. I know. So I am loving this creation of this course and pulling it all together. And it's just making me happy and just feels delicious to me. And then I have this other thing I have to do that is very important that someone else is depending on me to do that. Someone happens to be my, my husband and the, the role I play in his company and very important, but my brain is just like, you know what, maybe let's just wait a little while. Let's just wait for 10 minutes. 15, okay, 30 minutes. And I talk myself into this, this activity of spending time sort of, you know, marinating in the course because it's delighting me so much. Yeah. And I have to talk myself into stopping to say, okay, it's time to stop. You need to just move on. The other day, I was working with a new tool called Trainual. It is for recording your SOPs, onboarding of of new employees, putting all of your company processes and policies. Trainual is amazing for that. And I allotted a certain amount of time for Trainual because I had this other thing to do. And I just spent the whole day in Trainual, the whole day, just because it was delighting my brain to pull this all together. Had nothing to do with the course. Now I'm shifting gears, doing something else. And my brain just said, look, I love this. Please don't make me leave. It's like going to the playground and not wanting to go home. (laughs) So I think sometimes the flip side can be kind of a little tricky where you get too sucked in and you need to step away. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. Hyper-focus happens to all of us, whether, you know, we're neurotypicals or whether we have ADHD. It's super easy to get a hyper-focus, especially if your brain is in delight. Oh, delight mode. Delight mode is amazing. 
it takes you down the flow, the flow state. It gets you into this space of just amazingness, but you can't live there. Can't stay there. You do have to get up. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So I feel like we're going off in tangents, but this seems to be a good tangent. So how do you, how do you get yourself out of brain delight and just goes like into productivity following your schedule or your to-do list or your time blocking? A couple of things. I have to get up. At least I attempt to get up from, or sometimes I'm working when I'm standing. So I tend to move myself from the workspace. I need to get water. I have to get a breath of fresh air. And I use those moments to try to talk myself into doing the thing I'm now supposed to do. And sometimes it takes something harsh, like a timer. I say harsh because it's, it jolts you. It takes you away from the thing that you're so engrossed in. So sometimes a timer, and then oftentimes a self-imposed break. A, okay, you need to get some water now. And then a, a nice self-talking, sort of talking to myself. Okay, Deb, you know, you've been there for about 90 minutes. You've allotted the right amount of time. You've given it the good college try. This is amazing. You're doing a great job. Now it's time. Mm-hmm. to move on to the next thing. It's almost like I'm talking to teenage version of me or a preteen version of me, just sort of like, I know it's really tough. It's, I, I get it. I used to be that way. I used to be you at that point, but you know what? <laughs> it's, speaking, it's speaking to your inner child is always helpful. <laughs> yes, I speak to my inner child. I get a glass of water. I move my feet mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, I just sort of change my workspace so I can turn off the delight. I just. Those are the, the things I try. And most times they work. Most yeah, times. it's like, so what I heard you say is that a pattern interrupt can be really helpful. Yes, another basic. Yes, and a timer. Super duper basic, right? Got it. So, All right, do we have any more real basic productivity suggestions we have for people when they say, how do you stay productive and organized? Drink water. Get I'm up from my your, tea right now, or tea, your your productivity beverage of choice. Take regular breaks. Mm-hmm. It actually is really good for your brain to take a moment of rest, and then come back to the thing or things that you need to work on. So definitely regular breaks. I mean, none of what we're saying today is profound. But no, but we did do a podcast on Pomodoro method, which is a did. little bit of like how to work with pattern interruptions and setting time blocking. So yeah, we can link to that particular episode. We're gonna definitely, I don't, yeah. you know, I'm always impressed when speakers or when people podcasting will be like, you can go to podcast 425 for my <laughs> blah, blah, blah thing. And I'm like, did they pre-plan that? Or did they just remember that? Cause that's crazy. Well, you just remembered it. You didn't pre-plan. That. I remembered the podcast itself, but I don't remember the, I remember podcast the number. number. Pomodoro. I think that might've been maybe three. It was early on. Yeah, it was early on. It was, it was definitely early first, on. It was my, one of our first nuggets. Yes. Another basic I'm going to give that you, I think you gave a couple episodes ago, which is you don't need all the tech stuff. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, but you don't need all the tech stuff. <laughs> right? You don't need all the tech stuff. You can use a notebook and your favorite pen. Those can be your productivity tools for the day. So it doesn't have to be fancy. You just have to stick with it. So that one was a good one. And guess who bought notebooks, <laughs> which is what reminded me. I just bought some notebooks a couple of days ago. Good for you. Yeah. I'm like, I you bet you they were, I bet you they were pretty. They were not as pretty as I would have liked them to be, but I got them. I said, you're not just buying it for pretty. You're buying it to use it too. 
So there you go. I saw I was at the NAPO conference a few not that long ago, and yep. I sat down with Diane Quintana. Oh, yeah. And she has created this beautiful planner. Okay. And my only suggestion for her was just like, it needs a prettier, colorful cover. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, beautiful product. But I was like, I need a prettier cover. So Diane, I love your product. We're going to link it to the show notes as yeah, well. Yeah, let's do that. So that's another basic tip, right? So the thing that you're using, not only should it have function, it also needs to have form or aesthetics mm-hmm. that kind of go together, right? So if you like how it looks, you're probably going to use it. That is not necessarily a truth for me. You know, I love Ari Tuckman. Yes. He is a psychiatrist. No, she's yeah. a psychologist that specializes in ADHD. Yes. And sex therapy out of Philadelphia. And okay. he, he did a class not that long ago. And he says, if planners only had six pages, the first six pages, everybody would finish it. <laughs> because like on the seventh day, which is probably Sunday, yeah. nobody remembers to like reuse their planner again. I have a lot of planners that I started and never finished. Huh. And it doesn't He's- matter how pretty they are. That's I why think I say the notebook. Not for you. I think a pl- then a planner is not for you. A journal or a notebook might be better. I'm or those. I'm, I'm still looking for the perfect planner. I don't know that it exists, but we could probably make one. We talked about that a long time we ago. Have. We have. Yeah, we it, was our, it was our first project. It was. We said, oh, let's I make can't. a planner together. I know. We just ate lunch instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of these days when we have time. Yes. Well, we digress again, but it's probably a good time for us to wrap up anyway. I know, it is. So should we try to recap? Because I didn't take any notes. All right. So today we talked about the basics and how sometimes they hit our ears or they sound too basic to us, but Mm -hmm. oftentimes those basic things can really help us. So sometimes it might be a matter of using a particular technique or something like as simple as a timer to help us stay on task or to remove us from getting sucked in. Some of those basics like, you know, setting yourself up for success in the morning, whether that's Healthy breakfast, lots of water, amazing coffee. I don't know if that's really basic, but I'm throwing it in there. <laughs> hey, sometimes some people need what they need. You reminded us to not read our emails right away or to yes. be selective about reading our emails and not responding to anything that's really just like two, two minutes or less. Take care yes. of it. We talked about pattern interruption, which is... Yep allowing your brain to separate from the thing that you're doing and going into something else, whether you've been procrastinating or whether you've been hyper-focusing, that can be a tool that can keep you on track. And taking regular breaks is another one. So I think we got them covered. Yeah, I think those would be the ones that stick out in my mind for- Yes, um, so it's okay if you really wanted more than just the basics, but sometimes- good to remind you of where you started and kind of maybe how you can capitalize on them. So don't discount them. Nope. No, don't discount them. All right. Well, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Of course, you can find us at productivitylovers.com and just about everywhere on social at Productivity Lovers. So check us out. Let us know what are some basics for you. Or if any of these basics resonated with you, or if you're you're like Chris, you're like, don't give me basic, give me profound, give me impactful. Let us know about all of that. That's what I said. 
And we would love to hear what you're doing that or your pet peeves. I love to hear pet yes. peeves. I love your pet peeves. <laughs> we also would love, you know, if you gave us a like or if you gave us some yes. feedback or if you rated the podcast, it helps other find, find what we're doing and yes. to become our friends. So we'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe so that you get notified when we upload a new productivity podcast. For more tips and notes from the show, check us out at productivitylovers.com. Talk to you soon.